first person I've really talked to who's had some physical wounds, did you also have to deal with, with what you'd seen as well as what's been inflicted upon your, your person? Yeah, I... I the, what I... Coming sort of back from Iraq, I mean, it was very different coming back from Afghanistan because you're almost put into an inbuilt sort of decompression enforced on you because you have to spend a certain amount of time unconscious then a certain amount of time in intensive care then a certain amount of time doing rehab. And you're not just off the plane, back to base, quick shower, into the pub. And it's not, you know, there is decompression built into that. And the army has learned that actually getting people, allowing people back into society too quickly without a bit of decompression is not a good thing. But there was still... Um, you know, I found that very quite strange, but not as strange as some of my people I served with. Actually, I think I was always pretty clear that um, you know this was a job, and, I, and 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 in terms of the sort of dealing with um, the sort of what I've seen, it doesn't. I mean, maybe I was just lucky. It doesn't feel like I saw it. Just you know, I. But also, I, I've never I've never woken up in the night screaming. But I know that. Actually, in fifteen years' time, that might, might I might start doing right. that. I mean, I'm not saying that it's you know I'm, I'm it hasn't happened to me and it will never happen to me. It has a bit, but it's never been it's never been something that's really um, it's never been something that's really sort of affected me or, or been debilitating. Um, not yet, anyway. And, and how it makes its way into the novel and, and his characters. Why, why, why did you want to write about these two two friends, mm. Faridun and, and Latif, who take different options? Did you, I mean, just... well, that I suppose to try and reflect some some of that, some of the complications. I think having spent that time being taught about the other side. I mean, war is so dehumanising that it's very easy, especially when your mates are being killed and injured to to take some of that out and, and the enemy become sort of faceless bushes that are just flashing at you and bullets going over the top but um and did you feel that about it? I mean you must have... well yeah I, I mean a little bit but I was I think um I think I was I was always I always had that thing in the back of my mind that you know we we were there doing a counterinsurgency which was a very difficult but very specific type of way to to of conflict really and, for, and and it means that um there are huge the the sort of at one end of it you've got the the sort of al-qaeda very bad person at the other end you've got a guy who's just bought his pair of trainers for ten dollars and has sort of slightly got into it and in the middle you've got this huge sort of array of different motivations and people and i was always interested in that so but writing the book was, and then, then characterising these people mm. would really rehumanise them. So I, you know, and I, I, I wanted to do it because, and we talked about all this sort of symbolism and stuff. But really, all I wanted to do was tell a good story, mm. and that, so I just thought it would make a much better story. But it was also, for me, and this probably goes back to it not, you know, it not being a straight memoir, because I, you know, I couldn't have done, you know, I can, I wanted to make sense of. You know, going back to the self-portrait thing, I wanted to make sense of this problem I had, this you know, Tom in this situation and what happened to him. And again, you probably read the fact that it's me and, uh, and the autobiographical nature of it. But you know, for, for me, it really is a novel and fiction, and and putting that into it made a much more interesting story. Did you have that sense of the uh, of these two characters? Of those were real choices that they 
that they had to to make. That for, for, I suppose it's perhaps wraps in the idea of, of duty. Um, yeah. That Latif has a sense of duty to he feels to his um, uh, to the kind of to, mm. to insurgency and, and Faradon to his to his family. Yeah. Um, were you encountering those sorts of? I yeah, and again, it you know these these characters. I I suppose you know if you would really go into the psychology of it, you know I've got you've got Faradon who's his father is sort of teaching him stuff and they have the same job and you know my father was in the army as well and so you have this so you know we could, you could talk about that and there's you know there's there were days where my my father would be although he's 52 ranks higher than me he'd be in the same part of the you know we'd be in the same camp and that was always a slightly odd mm. experience and so I suppose I wanted to you know there's some of that in in that, in in that, but then you know, I was I was really interested in the ideas of duty and how those two are, those two characters sort of get sort of estranged from each other, um, and I, and that and I I really wanted people were always talking about not always talking about me, you know there's this real idea that laying mines was a really unfair way to fight wars, and um, I I just thought you know I was thought that dropping a Hellfire missile from a drone that's at twelve thousand feet, or whatever. It was also an unfair way to fight because war is just shitty. You know, it's just that's the way it is. Um, and so I, I and that in the book, I wanted to. That's another one of those parallel parallels that I really wanted to sort of. And there's a chapter from the point of view of a of a drone. A, of a drone. Yeah, I, I wrote a piece for the for the National about war poetry in 1915 it was very specific yeah. <laughs> but it was fascinating it was just before the kind of Owen voice really started to take over and it was, um, for you it sounds like there were no no illusions in a way going in there's you know so it sort of goes back to that sort of conflict of the fear and the romance and the excitement but also the political context of why we were there and I you know I I didn't want to completely sidestep it in the book by not mentioning the country and, and not making it too spinous and no place names because I, there are, you know, in there, there's some pretty, there are some ideas in it, sort of about how there's a bit where um, one of the characters is paid compensation for a loss, and you know, there, there's some sort of, I'm, there are some messages that are in the book that are, that do have a certain sort of flavour of, you know, this futility and 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 um, why we're there. But um, we can ask about that. I mean, it's 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 again, I don't want to give away what happens, but. It sort of points directly to an idea of of, of worth, or, you know, yeah. the meaning of why you're there, and perhaps the, how much does a life? How well, much yeah, is it worth and how yeah. Much now, it then I, you know, another one of the, the the recovery of Tom is going on at the same time, and you know he's getting all this kit, which is worth thousands of pounds, and he's back in the sort of bosom mm. of his family, and at the same time you've got you know a um, sort of compensation paid, which it's just the sort of different. How we put, you know, value on 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 death and things, and I was interested in that. And um, have you had to ask yourself about the value of of what you achieved in Afghanistan and and Iraq? Yeah, and and you know, it's a question I've been asked a lot about. You know, was it worth it? You know, th- these wars. And um, I don't know yet. You know, I I feel like it's too. It's not something I think about a great deal. It's I slightly feel the book was my way of putting it down and, and thinking about it but without I know there's no conclusion in it but it it's certainly meant to be meant to make the reader think about it you know I, I always say this but you know Northern Ireland is on our doorstep and we've been at it for 30 odd years and, and although it's now you know life could be seen as normal there it's still you know it still rumbles and um, 
it was on our doorstep and although we probably didn't know understand it as well as we should do we had a better un- better likelihood of understanding it and then we go to these places that are 4,000 miles away and have a very different cultural dynamic which might not be more complicated but it's, it's not something we know very well and we spend 10 years there and we then you know because we then start to with withdraw our support in all sorts of forms and I you know if I, if I feel anything political about it I feel that you can't do these things with just military force and so our the way we create coalitions and we create um, what they call sort of um, sort of joint you, you know how you put different parts of government there mm. you can't you know you can blame the military for it fine they may have got it wrong but it's got to be um, it's got to have all parts of government doing all parts of things taking the same amount of risk and that's just never going to happen so so yeah it's that it's just give me ask me in 30 years maybe um, how do you look at you know the problem posed by ISIS at the moment that's, that's probably sprung up maybe just since you know, yeah and, and, and the, sort of, the, the, the fact that Iraq is, is so central to it now in terms of instability around there god it's just so complicated I mean the, the, Tur- I mean, the Turkish issues with the Kurds and uh, it's you know and, and you and you're, you have um, a, 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 a terrorism problem um, which is and then you have a political problem. These two things um, are almost to have completely opposite um, ways of, you know, if you want to deal with terrorism, you'd probably just support Assad because he'd be, you know, but you can't do that because it's much, it's mm. just very complicated, isn't it? Um, I just wrote a book. Do I have to have too many view on it? I, God, I mean, it is. I mean, what do you think about it? It's, oh, yeah. Uh, well, then, you know, yeah. I'll get to ask the questions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to answer it's, it's sad yeah. isn't it it's really sad and terrifying I mean it's, it's terrifying with something like ISIS and you see what the just the, the absolute absence of compassion where you're almost looking at Al-Qaeda as, as this you know like as Al-Wahiri at least seemed to have a kind of philosophy mm. you know um, it was they weren't, they weren't heading towards the apocalypse yeah it just feels like there's a sort of absolute anarchy would that have given you pause I mean it's, it does seem to be a different absence of humanity um, yeah this is probably going to be controversial but I still think that well I, you know at one end you've got the really bad people mm. and at the other you've got so there's still a spectrum of people and I you know I don't know enough about it but I suspect that our view of you know our view of it could be more sophisticated and we are we are politic we are yet to understand it in a way that means that we can properly counter that sort of narrative because it, I mean it is I mean and on the other hand it is it's obviously very um People are joining up, and it, and it has. But but it but you know, I suppose I, I maybe I'm just somebody that's on the bright side of life and trust too trust too much. But I suspect that you know it's it's more complicated than just than just one block of is people that, heading towards the annihilation of the world. And is that what fiction can do too? Is that in a way you're asking questions rather than having to? Yeah, for me, for me, the book was solving problems, but and and then you know, and and it's solving those problems about how I felt about it. But yeah, I wanted to just let the reader sort of ask them, you know, let it sort of pose some questions to the reader as well and make, hopefully make them 
view some of these things slightly differently there there yeah. if that was if that's you know there's, i suppose if there's any themes it's compassion mm. recovery but also you know trying to slightly reframe how we we view conflicts what do you think Kulshan would have done at the end i mean he, he, would he have was his anger enough that it would have pushed him towards insert you know the, the no I think he's probably still trying to make sure the water's being fairly distributed through all this is that the optimistic yeah that's the, that's the optimist did, it, did, did writing help you I mean again the moments in the novel where Tom doesn't want to think about it he doesn't want to he mm. wants to forget um, and obviously it sounds like you saying earlier about the, the stages of grief um, mm. uh, you've also been through in, you know and in before writing the book is sort of in, in, the most intense journey I can imagine but um did writing fiction, did the act of writing help you come to terms with it? Or, or had you already come to terms with it in order to write it? That... I think I'd come to terms with it, and then when I pressed print for the first time and this thing was sitting there, printed out, and I just thought, you know, uh, there was some catharsis in that. But, it did, it did, you know, and I didn't really realise it until I'd finished, but really it was just about you know the opportunity to write which I was really enjoying doing and being creative you know, mm. you know having fun each day of describing how a bullet heats up when it <laughs> flies through the air because of the friction and the turn of the earth it's like, I mean you know those, yeah. those sorts of things I found really exciting so what next I mean you, you paint that's yeah sort of... yeah. Um, so I'm trying to write another another book which is um, no soldiers and no inanimate objects that okay um, <laughs> done with the inanimate objects um, but I'm still interested in um, sort of security and uh yeah, I'm sort of focusing on, sort of, I suppose, cowardice in a way. Yeah. I think we should, I should leave it at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't, don't want to burst the idea. Okay, okay. <laughs> but if you, is it, writing one book has, has one, made you want to write? Yeah, no, I, I suppose before I, what was good, before I started writing this book, I wanted, I, you know, I dreamed of writing a book that would be successful that wasn't about my experiences, because mm. it goes back to that whole thing about being defined by who you are which is ridiculous and because mm. we all are and you know I can fight as much as I like but I'm, people are always going to ask me about my my injuries and the main character of the book has all, you know it's mm. you know I, it's just it's a sort of bee in my bonnet that I have to get over um, was there an a sort of element almost of writing that it was accept part of a kind of acceptance yeah and, and of... the inanimate objects I thought I was getting around it but you know <laughs> it wasn't enough I know, intuitive to sound like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the other good thing is that the inanimate objects sort of hopefully disappear as well. Mm. Like that, that's my hope that yeah. when people think about the book, they might go, oh, that's that book that's told, that's that weird book from objects, but yeah, I mean, actually it's just a good story. Yeah.